This is a Shock Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to The Art of Beauty. I hope everyone is doing good wherever you're listening to this. I, on the other hand, I am currently experiencing a really bad bout of burnout. I think it's like a year-end burnout thing. Um, but it's all good. The year is coming to an end, and apparently so is my patience for the remaining few weeks. But I'm just hanging on, and I'm looking forward to starting the new year afresh, basically. So... We've had a ton of really cool guests for the previous episodes and I've honestly just had such a great time just getting to know everyone and just like asking my dumb questions. I'm not going to break each episode down now, but I do just want to point out some amazing behind the scenes moments that I've had thus far with each person. So for starters, episode three was with V. I guess I never thought to to reach out to a Malaysian stylist until, until V came my way and it was such a it was such an insightful conversation talking about how fashion meets makeup and how they complement each other so yeah it was a really really good experience and i definitely did learn a lot about the process of of styling in general up next it was Callista. i mean Callista is already a colleague of mine and uh we do work together on the c word but yeah it was just great to see her talk about makeup as like um someone who's more of a newcomer to it not that she's a newcomer she she knows her makeup stuff but she's very like just for like herself yeah she has a very easy and like effortless style when it comes to it so yeah so it was really nice to actually instead of doing like the behind the scenes work with her to actually be able to talk to her on air so that was awesome Next up was Aznita Asman, and honestly, Nita is so, so, so sweet. And I'm sure if you guys have listened to the episode, you know that this woman knows her stuff. Sometimes there's this idea that like brand owners who are kind of like influencers don't know their brand all that much. But with Nita, I never, ever, ever had that impression with her. She was just super knowledgeable, not only about the industry, but but also what was like going on in her company. And you'd be surprised, you know. Um, Sometimes there are influencers who literally have no idea as to what goes on inside their company and how things work and the processes and and all of that. But she's literally there every step of the way and it shows. So it was absolutely amazing to be able to talk to her and to get some insight into into what's going on at Nita Cosmetics. And then last but not least, Atisha Khan. She is, I guess it's also because maybe like we're close in age so like there was just lots of things that we we found that we had in common the episode i had to split it because we were just talking about so much of course i know that she comes from a really famous batch of siblings but like like i didn't want to get into all of that i i i'm sure she gets asked a lot of questions about you know like what's it like having her sisters as her sisters um i was just really interested to find out more about her outside of all of that yeah i mean i had to split the episode and also i did edit a lot out so the full length of that episode that whole recording was like an hour and a half long which is insane which is insane but it just went to show that we actually had so much to talk about even though we had never like spoken prior we had never met before but it was just honestly it was like catching up with like a friend <laughs> in a way so um yeah so thank you so much to everyone to to all my guests so far we have one more guest um at the end of this season but yeah 
So thank you so much to everyone who's who's come on board with me over the past like however many weeks it's been like a ride. But uh, yeah, so thank you. So anyway, onto the topic at hand. I feel like I've gone like all over the place yet again. We're gonna be talking about our. We're gonna be. Oh my god, I I'm so used to saying like we're gonna be talking about our top ten blah blah blah. But today is a solo episode. I'm on my own, so I'm gonna be talking about my top ten eyeshadow singles. So I'm not just talking about like. Like powder eyeshadows. I'm talking about liquid eyeshadows and like yeah, like the powdered like singles as well. So anyway, without further ado, uh, let's get started. My number one pick is the Kaja Beauty Beauty Bento. Um, I'm not entirely. I don't think it's in Sephora Malaysia at the moment, but it is in the US. And honestly, like I got mine from Shopee. <laughs> so um, basically, it comes in a trio of really awesome like powder eyeshadows, and it's stacked. There are combinations of like mattes and shimmers, or sometimes it's all shimmers. It's I think it's perfect if you want like if you want like a one and done look. Honestly, at first I didn't think I was gonna get that much use out of it because they tended to lean quite neutral. Colors and I'm not not to say that I'm not a neutral color gal, but I do like my color color. So I didn't think I was gonna get that much use out of it, but I was absolutely proven wrong. It's such a good everyday thing, and it's so small as well. So if you're like traveling, then it's super easy to just. Pack it into your makeup bag, toiletry bag thingy. I think the one I would recommend the most is probably toasted caramel because it's just like again bronzy tones and all of that. That's my kind of neutral, very everyday friendly. Or if you like pinks, then I would highly recommend orange blossom, which is amazing as well. So these two. So yeah, that's my first pick. Uh, my second pick. Now we're gonna be talking about indie beauty. You guys know how much I rave about indie brands. Yes, I don't. I don't recommend. Them that much on this show only because it's I guess harder to access uh, because a lot of these indie brands come from overseas, which means you have to pay for extra shipping and stuff like that. But when it comes to eyeshadow singles, I do splurge because the eyeshadow singles that I do get are not your typical brown, bronzy, like basic, basically <laughs> basic and neutral. Apart from maybe the, like the Kaja Beauty ones, the ones that I get from indie brands, like they are like out of this world, insane, super colorful, and it's like. In my opinion, bang for your bucks. So Terra Moon's multi-chrome eyeshadows. This is probably like the best multi-chrome eyeshadow brand that I've ever used in my entire life, and I have used a lot. I think I've said this in previous episodes. Like mainstream brands, you know, whether it's Pat McGrath or Natasha Denona, whatever you can find in Sephora, they just don't match up to indie brands, unfortunately. But that's why I choose to invest in eyeshadows from indie brands, just because I. Think Think the quality is amazing, and the price point is a lot more affordable than like something, yeah, something like Pat McGrath or or Natasha Denona, where they do have multi-chrome shadows, but they just don't pack as much of a punch as these indie brands. So Terra Moons is a really great example of amazing, amazing multi-chrome eyeshadows. Like I have not had a dud from Terra Moons thus far. They have fueled my eyeshadow singles addiction. I have a really bad addiction to it. Like I do. Buy a lot from them, so I would recommend hmm, like Big Bang, the Cosmos, Venus. Like, there's just so many to choose from. Honestly, they just have such unique eyeshadows. There's so much to explore in terms of the multi-chromes. Um, they shift so many different ways. Like Big Bang, for example, shifts from like green to blue to purple to like hot pink, which is mad and it's stunning. My third pick would be Cleona Cosmetics. They are based in Canada, which is I think out of all the indie. 
eyeshadows that I've listed down here. That's probably the one that's like the furthest away. Cleona has like a few different collections within the brand and the ones that they are most famous for is called the stained glass collection because they look like, yeah, like the stained glass windows like in a church or like a cathedral, right? They are, in terms of price point, they are probably a lot more expensive than Terra Moons, but I would highly recommend them. They have different formulas within that collection as well. There are glitter multi-chromes, there are deep iridescent multi-chromes, there are earth multi-chromes. Like there are literally so many different formulas within that collection alone and that's why I put them on this list because Terra Moons doesn't vary so much in terms of formulas but Cleona does. So if you want something a bit more subtle, something that's not so like in your face, then they have something for you. If you're new to multi-chromes and you're not wild about the colors, they have something. And I just think their range is a lot bigger than Terra Moons is. Um, in terms of recommendations of like specific ones, uh, Burnt Sienna is great. Um, if you like a neutral one, Azure is really good. It's a deep iridescent um, if you want something blue but you don't want it to be so in your face. Cleona is probably known for their black-based multi-chromes. It's probably the best one on the market. Terra Moons doesn't do as many of these black-based multi-chromes. So if you want something like that, then I would highly recommend Cleona. Okay, my fourth one would be Lethal Cosmetics. So Lethal Cosmetics is a makeup brand that is based in Germany, I want to say. I'm pretty sure it's a German. Okay, whatever it is, it's a European brand. And what I love the most about Lethal Cosmetics is not so much their shimmers or their duochromes or their uh, multi-chromes, it's their mattes. I'm not one to rave about mattes per se. Uh, I don't go crazy about mattes, but there's just something about Lethal Cosmetics matte formulas that is to absolutely die for. It's super buttery. It's super easy to blend. I think it's very, very beginner friendly as well. I remember when I, um, when I first got their eyeshadow singles i was super surprised by how how vibrant but easy to blend they are there are brands that are just that have eyeshadow formulas that are just difficult to blend because they're so pigmented so they're not as forgiving but i feel like lethal cosmetics is super pigmented but it's also quite forgiving their range in colors is insane for mattes insane any color you want you've got it there's like varying shades of like brown which is weird right but it's true because there are different tones of brown ashy browns neutral browns reddish browns like ox blood like re leaning really red you know like there's a huge range and i would highly recommend that so now we're on to the fifth one uh the fifth one would be the ColourPop super shock shadows and i'm pretty sure everyone here knows ColourPop. i've talked about ColourPop in i think in episode with Callista, if I'm not mistaken, and she did mention these Super Shocks. Super Shock is basically a collection. It started out as an eyeshadow, if I'm not mistaken, and then they started doing highlighter formulas. So that's why Callista mentioned it in the episode that I did with her. The one that I'm talking about today is the Super Shock Shadows. I think out of the previous ones that I've mentioned thus far, ColourPop would be probably like the most beginner friendly, in my opinion. And it's not to say that it's a bad formula at all. I think it's a really great formula. Uh, I use eyeshadow palettes from ColourPop as well. I think what makes Super Shock Shadows so good is because even though they're not like crazy like multi-chromes, I find that they really do pack a punch. You know, they're super, they can be really, really metallic. Honestly, it packs a punch regardless of whether or not you lay like something down to to help it out a little bit. Again, I think it's super beginner friendly and it does a really great job at just like doing its thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Anyway, we're halfway through. We're gonna move towards like the liquidy stuff. So my sixth one, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's the Stilla Glitter and Glow Liquid Eyeshadows. I know, huge throwback. I used to use this um, like when I was in school, I think, because uh, I think it was, I think it's my first. It was my first foray into liquid eyeshadow. I only started using like all these crazy like multi chromes like maybe two or three years ago. Um, so before that, I looked towards liquid eyeshadows as like a way to like give my eyes like a little pop. Scylla has tons of products that that do just that. They have two other liquid eyeshadows. The one I'm choosing is a glitter and glow one. If I'm being super honest, like I am not the biggest fan of glitter. I will never use glitter like straight up on my eyes just because I have really sensitive eyes and glitter itself, you know, it's made out of plastic. It's very irritating. So I think with this one, because there is glitter in it, I would highly recommend that you check first, like do like a swatch test or something like that. Um, just to make sure that it doesn't irritate your eyes uh, but I think with this formula because it's like sort of encased in like a liquidy thing I know that sounds really gross but because it's encased in something like I, I feel like it's not so abrasive or harsh like on my eyelids I think Stella does really great like again neutral tones and all of that so if you're looking for like a quick like one and done Stella does really great ones and if you don't want to go for the glitter one that I just recommended to you then there are like two other options that you can have a look at that I haven't tried out but feel free to on to the seventh one, Laura Mercier Shimmer Caviar Stick Eye Color. So, eyeshadow sticks. Uh, I was skeptical at first because I was just like, how much can you really build it up? Because it's a stick. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I use this more for like my inner corners so like I know some people use this as like a base so like I'll pick like the lightest one that they have and just like put it in my inner corner but for me personally like I wouldn't lay it as like a base yeah I know Laura Mercier has this liquid eyeshadow thing as well there was this really cool iridescent blue liquid one that I saw but I haven't tried that yet that one that I saw looks pretty cool so I'm gonna check that one out and then on to my eighth one is the Charlotte Tilbury Eyes to Mesmerize Cream Eyeshadow. Okay, I know I said that I'm not a fan of like steak, like stick eyeshadows, but cream eyeshadows, I will do. Charlotte Tilbury, uh, you know, I, I, I love Charlotte Tilbury. What do you want me to say? So super quick and easy if you want to do like a one and done look. And yes, it's a bit pricier, but if you're looking for luxury then charlotte tilbury is like the way to go again it's very like pretty makeup that's what charlotte tilbury is to me it's just very like pretty chic you know um effortless so yeah if you want to go luxe you want to treat yourself then get that one the ninth one the penultimate one is the about face matte fluid eye paint so about face is a makeup brand that halsey started if you don't know what it is if you want some crazy colors then about face is it for you. What I will say is that the dry down is super quick. Um, so yes, it is budge proof, but the problem is you have to work very quickly with it. So no, it's not the most beginner friendly one, but if you are a bit more experienced and it's something that I would recommend, they do, they do insane colors that you can sheer out or you can build up. Basically, if you need some help uh, trying to figure out how to use it, then I would highly recommend Alexandra Anelli and like her YouTube channel. She demonstrates how to use them really, really well. So I would highly recommend that if you want like a matte liquid like eyeshadow thing. And then last but not least, it's the 
Glossier Lit Star. I remember I started using this when it first came out and yes, I haven't used it in a while but I remember the one that I got, it was like a... Oh god, I can't for the life of me remember like what color it was but I remember it was like... Was it like a taupe or like a grungy... It was, it was a really grungy color and I remember at the time, I don't think I appreciated it as much as I would now just because I do really like dark eyeshadow looks. I'm not afraid about that kind of stuff but at the time, I was a bit like... <gasps> Oh no, what am I supposed to do with this? Um, although I wasn't like a fan of like the color at the time, I remember it being just super smooth, very easy to sheer out. It's not so opaque, like right off the bat. So, you know, Glossier is kind of like milk makeup as well. It's very like easy kind of makeup. Um, it's designed to be for the cool girls. I don't know. I, I really do look at Glossier as like Instagram cool girl kind of makeup. It's supposed to be just like easy and quick. You don't have to like fuss over it too much to, to get it to do what you need it to do. I haven't used it in a while. I really need to revisit it. Anyway, I hope I've given you guys enough of a variety. Basically, let me break it down for you. If you want really colorful, re you know, ones that really pack a punch and like are super pigmented, I would highly recommend like the indie brands that I was telling you about. So Terra Moons, Cleona, and Lethal Cosmetics. Promise you, like if you see them in person, I have a whole collection of eyeshadow singles from those brands and I invest into it because they are that good. Every time I wear an eyeshadow from those three brands I just said, I get compliments. Without a doubt, someone would be like, wait, hang on, that looks like blue. From the side, it looks like gold. What's going on? I love that these eyeshadow brands are, um, they kind of become like conversation starters. Straight on, it looks like one color. From the side, it looks like a different color. You know, from like far away, like under different lighting, it, it, it looks different. And that's why I love multi-chromes. Like they're just really exciting. They're really fun to play with. And yeah, like I said, they're really good conversation starters. And yeah, but with that being said, if you want something more neutral, easier to deal with, more everyday friendly, whatever your definition of everyday is but if you want stuff like that then you have everything else that i've recommended for you as well as per usual i hope you guys are doing well wherever you are i hope you guys wait hang on is this like the last no okay i think i have one more episode with you guys before the year end i, I hope you guys use this time to to reflect on on what your year has been looking like i've been doing that and i have some new year's resolutions that that i want to get to next year and yeah i've just been building that in light of my year i'll see you in the next episode Alrighty then, take care everyone!